Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself, and this is the podcast for Thursday, January January 18, 2024. I'm the podcaster. You're the podcast ease. And this is the uh, <laughs> official mascot of this uh, Thursday. Toss it around. How are you? We're still at sea. This will be day number four. Day number four of five sea days to get to Kona, Hawaii. And uh, I just heard a story of an unfortunate guest. They uh, they didn't come in the day before. Here's a little tip from the guru. Come in the day before if you're facing five sea days. If you're facing five sea days and you live in Canada, come in the day before. You know, I had dinner with uh, Papa Handsome and, and the brains of the family and they had a real problem getting here. They live in Saskatchewan, Canada, a 40 below. Hello, on purpose. And the uh, flight was canceled. Ended up with a $400 cab ride to get to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, catch a tune, play a tune, sing a tune, I don't know. And they got here very late, very close to missing the ship. Uh, anyway, another couple, they made the ship, but the luggage didn't. And now you have five sea days without clothes because we're at sea for five days until we get to Hawaii. So here's a tip. Look at your itinerary. If you have even two sea days, bring carry-on with enough clothes to get by for a couple of days. And then you don't panic, you don't stress, you're not down in the boutique buying a boutique clothes that you'll never wear again. Uh, just a little tip from the guru there. Uh, deja vu all over again. You know, it's uh, up and down. For a while, it's calm. I'm watching the big screen here in Studio 8311. Weird sky overcast, pockets of blue, and then all of a sudden we're bumping up and down and left and right, up and down, then we calm down again. And uh, I am on stage tonight. Actually, I'm on stage last night. I'm so confused. I can tell you right now, I'm gonna have a great show. I haven't had it yet, but I'm gonna have a great show. And we, being the ship, we go back one hour tonight. We'll be five hours behind. Virtually impossible for me to try and deliver this podcast by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the same day. It means I would be up talking at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then no, no, would it be 3 o'clock? Yeah, it would be. By 8 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Get it right. I'm still discussing in my brain TikTok. I have a story about a TikToker that's on that Royal Caribbean 274-day train wreck, and uh, he's sponsored by actually a publishing company to go on there and just torch the ship. But is he making money? Yeah, well, he's sponsored. They're paying for his trip, plus they're paying him to run his mouth on TikTok. I have to find some sponsors. These people, he has uh, 1.1 million followers on TikTok. One point, I hope for, I have 11. If you take out the decimal point, I have 11. 
So we'll see what happens there. My email address, thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. Thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. On this Thursday, pray prayers for our military, as always, same every day, just like the weather. Uh, Groundhog Day, deja vu all over again. Prayers for our military. We continue to deal with the uh, with the hooties and the no blowfish and the rest of them. Silver Sea is now bailing. The Silver Moon now is going to dump their gas and turn around and get out of there. The Biden administration yesterday relisted the Iranian back hooties. They should do what I do. IBWJs, Iranian back whack jobs. Uh, they have been listed as a specially designated global terrorist group. They were that, by the way. And then under the previous administration, we won't say his name because it'll drive people into fits of screaming. Under the previous administration, they made them a terrorist group. And then the Biden administration lifted that because in their heart, everybody loves us. In their heart, not in their brain and not in their butt, but in their heart, everybody loves us. And then they find out that's really not the case. So they are now a special terrorist group, according to Jake Sullivan. Uh, he said, actually, uh, let's see what he said. The United States and the, the international community have been united in our response in condemning these attacks in the strongest terms. You've been dragging your butt, Jakey boy. And he said, actually, what they're doing in the Red Sea fit the textbook definition of terrorism. And this bonehead has never been a textbook he hasn't read. Real world scares Jake. Anyway, that's why we have to say prayers. Prayers, please, everybody. Wash your hands. Wash your hands and wash them off. And I know it's repetition. It's boring. It's necessary. And this is a good example. I read an article about norovirus. We all know what it is. It's a highly contagious bug that some people actually in the business of infectious disease refer to it as the winter vomiting disease. Never heard this before. Only here would you get that kind of information over your pancakes or your waffles or your gluten-free eggs, whatever. Uh, it happens more in the winter months. Why is that? Why is that, people? Do I need to tell you? Because groups get together now in enclosed buildings because it's the winter and then they spread it among themselves. Uh, norovirus is not something that's just on a cruise ship. And there are, wow, many, many, many cases not on cruise ships, but they are saying that this year, last year in 2023, norovirus reached the highest level as seen in 11 years. And that's partly because we're slobs. How else can I frame this discussion? Wash your hands and wash them all the time and not just when you're in the bathroom. When you go go to sanitizers, I've told this story. On the Mega Mothers of Sea, sea Godzillas, they have sinks. Before you can go into the trough, you have to wash your hands. At one point, we were enforcing that. Not me, but crew members were standing there going, Hey, hey, Joey. Wash your hands once today, maybe. And I don't, I don't want to wash my hands. They'd have to wash their hands. Now the sinks are there, but the people aren't. And here we go. I know. I know you're saying, you know what? We're going to stop listening. I'm doing you a favor there, people. Believe me. And people will follow you. Lead by example. Stop. Use it. Stop. Use the sanitizer. Then turn and stare down anybody that doesn't. Stare and follow them. 
and follow them in and make sure they don't pick up a roll without using the tongs. Be on the police. Be on the police, is that the word? In charge of it. You're going to be the Noro cops. That's what you're going to be. Uh, wash your bottle, too. And I'm done talking about that. If you don't know by now, you're old enough, you should be able to wash your hands, wash your bottle. You shouldn't have to be tell you every day. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Let's change it up a little bit. Uh, Bobby Goldsboro, nobody's ever heard of him. I have to start focusing in on uh, Canadian and British musicians because I do have people all over the world dedicated to this podcast. Uh, but for now, for now, and he's long gone, serious problem with cocaine. But he was the the voice of the Temps and uh, the great David Ruffin. I know you wanna leave Come on, I know you're moving now, baby. Tear off that house coat, let it rip. I'm talking to you, Ed. I'm dancing. I get a little loud there, Captain. Uh, beautiful sound, The Temptations, David Ruffin. Only sang with her for four years. Then went out on his own and then proceeded to snort too much and overdose. It happens in the music industry. I'm lucky to be alive. Oh, I used to abuse equal and trivia. I've gotten past it now. Uh, are you ready? Are you re- I was going to play some music with this. I don't know. Are you ready for another nine-month world cruise story? Are you following this thing? The Royal Caribbean 274-day extravaganza. It's like, uh, let me lower this. I think I'll leave it running. It's very nice. And a little, this uh, story of the 274-day cruise, it's all over TikTok. And it's almost like cruise critic coming to life. It's just people with their phones. Ah, you just, ah, you know, you just want to do this. You want to, ah, shut up. Shut up! Shut up! Here's a quarter of someone And I can even stay, you know, let me stay on brand. It could be some of our guests on the Oceana Facebook page with questions like, do you know how many count the sheet the sheets are? Huh? Bring your own. Anyway. Mark Sebastian is a TikToker. And he's on board the Royal Caribbean 274 Nate ultimate, ultimate World Cruise. And he has been catapulting into the viral spotlight. For, that's their, this is in the cruise hive, by the way, the rap blog. And this is uh, their poor grammar there. It has been catapulted into the viral spotlight, chronicling the not-so-glamorous aspects of a prolonged sea voyage, which, by the way, the key there is prolonged sea voyage. You know, spend a week at Disney and tell me it doesn't suck by the fifth day. Ah, are you kidding me? With the crowds and the buses and the kids, oy, oy, you don't need it. Anyway, so now he's a big star and he's being sponsored by Atria or Atria Fibulation, Atria's uh, uh, books, publishers. They're paying for it. And he has like 1.1 million followers. And some of his almost Shakespearean Quotes are, you know when you're out to dinner and someone comes up to you at the worst possible time and asks, how is everything while your mouth is stuffed with food? That happens on a loop here. No, it doesn't, you moron. I've been doing this for almost 30 years. 
I have people stop by. They wait until I'm done eating. <laughs> but they stop by. Hey, I'm a comedian on board. If they don't talk to me, I get a little nervous. I want people to say hello to me. This putz, he's like 30 years old, and he's making millions. I hate him. And all he, this is it. He said, I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly, but in my own way, which is fabulous, pressing charges, and prison, honey. No idea what that means. He goes on to say, I'm in eternal hell. Drink packages, internet packages. I want a package where I have a little sign that sits on my table and says, I'm fine, thank you. So 14,000 people don't come up to my table every four minutes going, how's everything? Yeah, the ship has 2,000 guests, by the way. And they have 700 that have signed up for 274 days, by the way. And they don't come up. Look, I'm, I'm all about exaggeration, but this is just whining. This is just diaper talk. And the son of a is getting paid. It's killing me. There's another another one. Their TikTok handle is Dutch World. Dad, what's, what, what is it when the hyphen's on the bottom? Hoofa? Uh, yeah, Dutch World Hoofa, American Girl. 880,000 followers. And she's not happy about uh, whatever TikTok boy is. She said, they're just here for the drama. It's called the T. In young slang now, drama is called T. So the tea captain, she's a lady that's on there right now just stirring up tea, I guess. Not cocoa. Um, I think cocoa must be good things. Tea is bad. Tea is bad, cocoa good. I don't know. I'm too old. Anyway, many people on the ship are very upset about the negativity being portrayed on TikTok. And I have a simple, simple solution. Stay the love TikTok. Don't worry about it. You're on a cruise. You're on a cruise. Enjoy every day. Even the people who listen to me, people that are on a cruise right now, this cruise, this ship, they will listen to this podcast. Why? <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Go to, we have this lady, we have this lady named June. She's from Hawaii, and she's doing cultural art, and we have tables of people in terraces right now, and they're building, I'm not, I can't make this up, they're building uh, necklaces um, using what looks to be macadamia nuts. At first, I thought they were beads. Found out, no, beads aren't in Hawaii. They're not in Polynesia. That's another part of the world. They use nuts. They use nuts and they make, we have people here for 180 days making necklaces with their nuts. <laughs> it gets better. You can't make this up. So lovely lady. Let me say, she is a fabulous lady. She really is. But at the start of her presentation, she said to everybody, one of the things we'll be doing today is polishing your nuts. <laughs> I know it's immature. The whole place broke up. The whole place. I'm not sure June realized, you know, we have dirty minds. So anyway. Uh, so this whole mess with the Royal Caribbean thing, they're going to take another look at this and say, was this a good idea? Now they're saying we have more publicity from our ultimate world cruise. What's funny about this, this putz, this Mark Sebastian, he's only on for 18 days. He's not signed up for 274, not even signed up for 180 like our people, like our nut polishers. <laughs> he's only on for 18 days. 18 days to stir the tea. That's what he's doing there. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Good grief. Would you look at that? I'm no longer going to use the Lord's name in vain. I was instructed of ways I could change the way. Change your, change it. Good grief. Look at that.
This has nothing to do with the men's room. Stop it. This is a family podcast. Iceland's president said the country is battling tremendous forces of nature after molten lava, and believe me, you ever had your lava molten, whee, uh, from a volcano in the island southwest, it actually consumed several houses in the evacuated town of Grindavik. Grindavik. Now, I should uh, probably clarify here, one of the reasons this story made the award-winning, soon-to-be award-winning podcast, is because my... Uh, my volcano was supposed to be on Serena starting in May. And we're all round-tripping out of uh, Reykjavik. And unless things change, we'll be tripping to even go there. Um, because the volcano doesn't want to stop. The uh, Blue Lagoon is shut down still. It's one of the one of Iceland's biggest tourist attractions. I would vote it as the only. Uh, it shut down. We remained closed until last, uh, at least Tuesday. And they show that every week. Every week. Uh, be ready next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it'll still be blue then. Uh, next Wednesday, Grindavik is a town of 3,800 people. It's about 30 miles southwest of the capital of Reykjavik. Now, very, very slim chance that the volcano will make it to Reykjavik. Very slim chance I'm going to make it to Reykjavik, to matter of fact. Um, but you have to be careful now because if it starts spewing, here we go with that ash again, that volcanic ash, and then it's a pain in the ash to get in there. Hello. I said A-S-H. I don't want to get it wrong. Good grief. Watch what you're saying. Anyway, according to the president, his name is Goodney Johansson. Johansson. It's a lot of S's in it. Uh, he said in a televised address late Sunday that a daunting period of upheaval has begun on the Reykjavik Peninsula. My first marriage was a bit of daunting period of upheaval, as a matter of fact. It didn't involve a volcano, certainly Thank you very much. So be careful. If you're planning on going to Iceland in the near future, I would keep an eye on the volcano. A little tip from the guru. Oh, yeah. First norovirus and now measles. Got this from Lynn. Health officials are asking travelers that have been in and out of the two D.C. airports to proceed with caution after they might have been potentially exposed to measles. This happened this past Sunday, but it's the first chance I had to get to it. Um, they say they're aware of a person with a confirmed case of measles who recently traveled through Northern Virginia after returning from an overseas trip. I, I, I need a doctor on call. I don't know anything about measles. I guess if you had it, what, chickenpox? You don't have to worry about measles? I'm 70. I worry about waking up tomorrow. I'm not giving much thought to measles. But if you're young, according to a health official, anyone who was exposed is at risk of developing measles and we're learning to speak and should watch out for symptoms until January 25th of this year. If you notice the symptoms of measles, immediately isolate yourself by staying home and away from others and perhaps stand six feet behind the guy in front of you, wear a mask and go, Anthony Fauci. I saw this, I couldn't believe it. They have another case in Camden, New Jersey. So they're going to evacuate all of Camden. That would be okay. <laughs> I made that put up. There was a measles, out, measles outbreak in Philadelphia. All right, you have to educate yourself here. I'm only putting it out there. A little warning, a little spots on your face warning. You know, if you think you feel like you have it or if you don't even know what it is to have it, I would suggest going on the Mayo Clinic website. They're the most trustworthy. And bone up. Bone up on your measles.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bone up on your measles. Uh, Spirit Airlines. Now the guru got to be talking about Spirit and also JetBlue because a federal judge in Boston shot down the idea of a merger between JetBlue and Spirit. And at the time, the judge said, the reason I'm doing it is for a young girl from Boston who wants to get home from Puerto Rico during her college break, and she can only afford to do it on Spirit. I don't know how she got to Puerto Rico, but she can only afford to get home, and that's why he did it. So now the story is hitting the papers today, which can't be good for the stock of Spirit Airlines, that unless they find a partner... They are on the way to Chapter 11 and eventually Chapter 7, full liquidation. Now, this was uh, in a website called The Street, and it was from a, uh, a expert from a company called T.D. Cowan. And I was not familiar with T.D. Cowan, uh, only to find out it's a Canadian company. Uh, I guess this was t- part of T.D. Uh, Bank. And uh, Helene, Helene Becker... She's the T.D. Cowan Aviation Analyst. Must be a lot of fun at the cocktail party, huh? Hey, look at the wings on that. She's also the managing director. She said it's very possible that Spirit will go bye, bye-bye, bye-bye, when they could have merged with JetBlue. And I said why. They want to merge so they get stronger to compete with the big four. Even Southwest is in a much stronger position than even JetBlue and Spirit. That's why JetBlue is trying to work with American. They're trying to work with anybody to get bigger, to grow, to compete against Delta, United, American, and even Southwest. Goes on to say she makes a very valid point, this lady. Very, very valid point. Uh, Their business model for Spirit isn't very good. That's a problem. Uh, Their quality of the service is not very good. That's a problem. If you want to be in business and make money, you better be able to do it well. And the problem with Spirit is, unlike Southwest, you know, I fly Southwest, as you know, from point A to point B, that's it. No, uh, we don't do uh, uh, hub things. Uh, I fly them to go direct, and that's it. And I know that I can have two suitcases free, uh, which which means that I'm going to have a carry-on, but it'll be fairly light because I'm going direct. So the chances of messing it up are reduced. I don't know the numbers. I'm not an actuary, but I would imagine if you're changing planes at Newark Airport to go somewhere, they have a good chance they're going to lose it. So Southwest allows you to bring on two suitcases. I've never been on a Southwest flight where they say, ladies and gentlemen, the overheads are full. The overheads are full, ladies and gentlemen. We need to check it. We need to check it. The overheads are full. never happens because everybody has suitcases. They don't have to pay extra for the suitcases. It's part of the gig. Right, American, United, Delta, model, every flight. Uh, can we check your bag? Check your bag because they don't have an overhead space. And the people don't want to pay the money to pay for a bag, so they stuff everything they own, including their small child, in a carry-on. Now, the spirit business plan is you can buy a 
ticket for $49, and then you have to pay for everything, including the jetway. And it's not working. And they've had issues. So they want to merge. Now, I don't know what happens when they merge, if they merge. But now, because they can't merge, according to the expert, aviation expert, they feel um, they're going to go by the wayside. And part of the reason, they claim, and this is a fact, um, I believe it is American. Now I, I miss, no, it's United. United is putting bigger planes on domestic, on domestic routes now rather than the 737s or, I mean, Delta flow the, flies those old 757 beat-up planes with a couple of new seats in it. Uh, United, I believe it's United. I could be wrong. I'm happy to correct it tomorrow. They're putting bigger planes on domestic routes so they can make the back end of the plane dirt cheap so they can get that spirit guest or even, well, JetBlue's not cheap anymore. Uh, the Allegiant guest, the Frontier guest, um, they're going to put them on a plane, and I made my bones about that. It's ugly then. It, you know, one thing decent about domestic was they weren't that big, um, so you didn't, you know, you didn't have loading and loading. Oh, my God. Imagine loading Nork, Nork to Orlando with a plane that's an extra third bigger so they can sell the back-end dirt cheap. Well, that's what's going on. So according to this expert, they're saying the increased load capacity by the big three really has really affected Spirit because they're getting down in the trenches with Spirit. They're they're dirt cheap too. But you're all the way in the back of the plane right next to the toilet that doesn't flush. We're United Airlines. Thank you very much. All right. This is a reach. This is a... These are all headlines I wrote myself. All day I worked on these. Uh... I don't defend little Boeing music. That's enough. Boeing shares fell again, you know, because of the situation they're in. But this article, and it's from a reputable, I might even be from Forbes, they're saying partly because there was a collision between Boeing planes in Chicago. You know this story? And Air Nippon, is that how you say it? Nippon? Not unlike Patty Lapone? No, Nippon. It ran into a Delta plane. This guy couldn't see, and he hit the back of a Delta plane. But they were both Boeing jets. So now they're laying it out there. This is another Boeing catastrophe. No, it's a Japanese pilot. <laughs> Was blinded by the light or something. I don't know. Uh, so they're trying to say that's another issue. No, they have plenty of problems on their own. You don't have to gang up on them. You know, give me a break. I do have the story. I think you're about it. Do I, did I bother putting it in? No. And this guy was taxiing with a, a Boeing 737, and he wasn't paying attention. So his wing whacked into the back end of, of another Boeing plane. One has nothing to do with the other. He's just a bad driver. And I'm assuming it's a he. I would never assume it was a female. Why would I do that? I need a lister I can get. So I, I would say that's a reach playing it up. But meanwhile, the shares fell again. And again, and again, and again. Because right now they have a serious credibility problem. And in fact, the president of Boeing is on his way to the uh, company in Kansas that builds their fuselages. Didn't, didn't you honestly, did you know this? Did you know that someone else was building the actual plane? And Boeing then was outfitting it with the chairs and the other things and the, the avionics? But someone else was actually building that fuselage that you're flying around in. Did you not think it was Boeing? No. 
it was outsourced to a company in Kansas. So now the president of Boeing is going to Kansas, probably against his will, uh, because he has to look around like he's going to know what the hell he's looking at. He's a peddler. He's not an aeronautical engineer. Uh, everybody's going to be climbing up everybody's butt looking at airplanes. And, well, that's another story for another time. MSC going big in Miami. I wrote these headlines myself. I should have a drum roll for these. Anything. Anything to make it a little bit better. Oh, what? Nah, that won't work. MSC going big in Miami. I don't, you know what? I was hesitant to even put this here, but it's the news. It is the news, and the news is what I do. <laughs> He's lost his mind. I'm not sure about this afternoon stuff. I'm too wide awake. I need some of my senses duller than normal. MSC's announced that they're building a 100, well, let's see now. The MSC's group, MSC Group's $100 million investment. They're building their own building in Miami. Remember I've talked about the cruise line presidents, the Regos are so large, the first thing they have to have is their own terminal. Then once you have your own terminal, you have to have, well, you have, to have your own private island. That absolutely has to be your own private island. Now I guess you have to have your own office building. So MSC is building a $100 million building in Miami that will, that will house MSC Cargo. MSC Cruises and Explorer Journeys, and it'll all be under one roof. A very long building. No, it's going to be an office building down there. It's going to be within Block 55 at Sawyer's Walk. I have no idea where that is. You might know. Uh, I didn't know this, but MSC Cargo has been in Miami for 25 years. Now uh, they're coming in in a big way. They want a piece of the cake that's called North America. The 130,000-square-foot office space will support the continued development of uh, growth of MSC cruises and uh, explorer journeys in the North American market and on and on. And the mayor of uh, Miami-Dade, because there are two mayors down there. It's very weird down there. There's a mayor of Miami, and then there's, like, the mayor of Miami-Dade County. So I guess this building's not in downtown Miami. It's outside of Miami, so it's somebody else's ballywick. Uh, and her name is uh, Daniela Levine Cava. No hyphen. I still like double hyphen Zimmerman. Um uh, Said Port Miami is the number one cruise ship port in the world and an important, an important economic engine for our community, generating more than $40 billion annually. I remind you that for all those people that said, why should we help the cruise lines? They don't do anything for the United States. They operate outside of America. $40 billion. $40 billion. That's just in Miami. Anyway, they're very excited about this. Uh, Pierre and Fresco Vago. Pierre and Fresco. Hold on. We have music for him. Pier Francesco Vago. He's the executive chairman of MSC Cruises. He's the big guy. He's not Johnny Honorado or Johnny on the spot. He's the big guy. And he said this is an exciting time. Shut up. The exciting time for growth for our cruise division. And we are happy to call Miami Dead our new home. I don't know how they make money. I assume they make so much money from the cargo business. I mean, these guys are floating all this on their own. They might have partners. They don't talk about it. Hey, you know what I mean? But, I mean, they're just dropping bucks on top of bucks. They're overhauling their private island, which they just opened a couple of years ago, and they're redoing that whole thing. Unbelievable. They hardly ever talk about the food, though. <laughs> Had a conversation last night with my friends. Uh, sorry, night before. And, uh, you know, MSC accepts the loyalty, your loyalty points for other cruise lines. And 
this particular couple are very, they're very large, very high up here, very high up here. And they, they went ahead and looked into it. They looked into it, and uh, with their loyalty points, well, they could cruise for free, but for their loyal point, loyalty points, they can get into the Yacht Club on MSC at a very competitive price, very competitive price. And, and we have many guests like that. Uh, and, of course, that's true of other cruise lines. If you're at the high level on the Silver Sea or Seabourn, anywhere else, they'll match it on MSC. I don't understand how they do that because the idea of the loyalty program is you've invested a million dollars into our company, so we're going to give you a cookie and a spa credit. <laughs> is that on brand? Probably not. Anyway, so there's exciting times. They're going to bring a whole big building. They're going to bring it in uh, from Italy. It's, uh, it's going to be built by Figantieri in Montefacon, and they're going to put it on a boat in pieces and bring it to my... I'm kidding. I made that part up. So congratulations to them. All right, this is something from The Rumor Mill. That's a new segment we have now. Oh, no, we're at 31 minutes. We're done. How did that happen? Was any of this worthwhile? I don't know. The Drake Podcast at gmail.com. Let me recap. Maybe if I recap, I'll suddenly feel fulfilled. Well, the Biden administration now has relisted the Hooties, no blowfish, as a terrorist. We agree with that. Wash your hands. Uh, very, very important. The outbreak of norovirus is not in, it's not in um, just cruise ships. Uh, there was last year 21 million cases of it in 465,000 emergency room visits, 109,000 hospitalizations, and this is the part to pay attention. 900 people passed away from norovirus because of the dehydration. You can't mess with it. You get it, you can't mess with it. There are, There is a shot you get for it that will reduce the vomiting and the diarrhea. I hate to be gross, but don't fool with this. But it isn't just on ships. It's huge. And you know why? Yeah, we're slobs. Also, the 270-day world, 74, 70, well, that's not 274. In fact, one month has gone by. There's a story about that. How people feel after one month, they have eight to go. And the general feeling is they're having a good time. And partly because they don't listen to podcasts like this. <laughs> that's too yeah, get soft. Get the hell out of here, will you please? That's too soft. No, that's perfect. Right by me. Good grief. Look at that. I apologize for talking about the, how they're making their necklaces. It was just too good, though. She's such a nice lady. People here, I honestly, this is not a kiss up. The artist loft jammed uh, the needlepoint. And the get together jam, the uh, on O Life presentation with Sandy Cares jammed, bridge jammed. They're doing cribbage, they're doing mahjong. I mean, this, they're all active as hell. And where's the guru? In my room. I'm in my room hiding. I'm ordering room service. I'm not going out. Let me know when we get to Hawaii. It looks bleak again. The weather pattern here is screwy way down the road i can see sunlight but before that i see a lot of doctors i see doctors like they're feeling on that 270 day world cruise i see oh i see rain i see a lot of things i don't see the future very well though hey watch out if you have measles get that checked out this was a very productive podcast full of information a little bit of commentary book your spirit 
right now before they go under. Go ahead, get going. Go somewhere, that little yellow plane. Oh, I flew spirit, never had a problem. I'm pretty lucky that way. All right, thanks for the likes and the shares. I'm going to get to the uh, email account soon. <laughs> it's busy around here. My real job, I'm on stage. Oh, that was last night. I was great. Oh, was I great last night. Oh, my goodness, I was great. What about you, Duck? He's not very helpful. <laughs>